Welcome everyone to episode 1.06 of the Commissioner Kellen podcast. We finally have a full week of NFL and fantasy action to recap. I'm coming to you solo on this pod, but I'm looking to record again on Thursday night for anyone who is interested in joining me. Today though, I will go through all three leagues and recap the main points of each league uh, the big matchups, so I'll, I'll go over all the matchups. Uh, we'll take a quick look at standings. Um, and in the Guillotine League, uh, we have an execution to get out of the way as we mourn the loss of our brother, Mark. As I just mentioned, I will start with the Guillotine League, survive and enhance. Based on final scores, I know I was sweating a bit when the Chargers and Raiders game didn't quite get off to the hot offensive start I was hoping for, but Joe... Myself, Tommy, Eric, and Singer, I would say we all skated by with relative ease. Brendan, Jimmy, Rick, and Matt, I would say you're in that next tier as far as freakout level that you probably experienced this week. You guys didn't have much of a scare. Jugan and Danko, though, you guys had to have been sweating a bit, but you survived, and you are in no worse shape now than the rest of the survivors. Mark, though, is added to the guillotine. Let's recap Mark's downfall. Just to read through Mark's players, he had Joe Burrow, who surprisingly came away with 22.22 points. I'm surprised he even even got that many. He had, I believe, five total turnovers, uh, four interceptions, and one fumble lost. Yes, and he had another fumble that was thankfully recovered by the Bengals. But, wow, 22 points for a guy with five turnovers. Mark was lucky to get those points. Moving on to running back, Najee Harris salvaged his day with a receiving touchdown and still only comes away with 9.6 for week one. Then Mark trotted out a rookie running back in Brees Hall in his first taste week one action of the NFL life. Uh, Brees Hall scores 6.1. Decent little outing. He did lose a fumble. That hurts a little bit, but... Um, just not, you know, the, just lack of explosion out of the running backs. Moving on to wide receiver, he had C.D. Lamb, just a part of that putrid offense we saw from the Cowboys on Sunday night football against the Buccaneers. C.D. only racks up 3.9 points. Uh, T. Higgins is next. He got 3.7. He did leave the game early with a concussion. Uh, and then Elijah Moore, 7.4 points. So again, you just look at this position group overall, and it's just underwhelming. You know, a lot of people just underperformed. Nobody bailed anybody else out. At tight end, this one really hurts. Mark has Dawson Knox, who had one catch for five yards, walks away with one measly point. That's a killer. The flak spots, Chris Godwin racks up five points, leaves the game early with a tweaked hammy. Brutal, and then Tony Pollard, uh, 3.2 points. So Mark had two pieces of that Cowboys offense from Sunday night that just looked awful. That was the wrong offense you wanted to have two pieces of this week, that's for sure. His kicker, Matt Gay, had a decent day, six points. Uh, Then his defense, Buffalo Bills defense, scored 17 for him. Take Joey Burrow out of the equation, and the Bills defense was Mark's uh, highest-scoring player. 
Looking at Mark's bench, Chuba Hubbard, uh, less than a point. Tyler Algier did not play. Rashad White, 3.1. Tyrion Davis-Price did not play. Traylon Burke, 7 points. Taysom Hill, 14.8. Mark, if you want to have some nightmares, all you had to do to survive was play Taysom Hill instead of Dawson Knox. I'm not sure I would have advised to do that. I actually can tell you straight up I would not have advised to do that. But just something to think about. It would have saved you. That's tough, but it's fun to look at. Mark did lose by about a, uh, almost exactly 10 points. Uh, Danka was the next lowest score. But, yeah, it, uh, that's what it would have taken, Mark. Uh, you had some bad bounces with injuries, a couple players leaving the game early. Um, but, nonetheless, my apologies, Mark. Someone had to be the first to go. I'm just glad it wasn't me. I hope you're bad, uh, back next year. You had a full offseason to let that head grow back. Uh, tough go for you, though, buddy. I heard you also have COVID right now, and now you've lost your head. All joking aside, get better soon, my dude. But for the rest of us, it is time to... Enhance. 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 Just print the damn thing. That's right. We all survived. It is now time to enhance. There are some names out there. As underwhelming as Mark's team was this past week, some big names. Joe Burrow, he'll be on a team. Najee Harris, he'll get picked up. Brees Hall, probably. C.D. Lamb, I have to imagine. Will he go for a bargain? I don't know. Uh, With Dak out for an amount of time that no one can really agree on, um... We'll see what CD goes for, but, I mean, someone's going to pick him up. Uh, T. Higgins, he's injured. He'll get picked up, though. Uh, Elijah Moore, sure. Dawson Knox, absolutely. All of his stars are getting picked up. That's for sure. Uh, Chris Godwin, probably going to be maybe an IR stash. I don't know. Regardless, there is talent on this team. There are exciting prospects on this team. Taysom Hill is still a thing, apparently. So get those bids in, boys. Uh, waivers do run tonight slash early tomorrow morning, whatever you want to call it before your bed, before your head hits the pillow tonight, get those bids in. You have a thousand dollars at your disposal, spend it wisely, get those bids in and good luck. Next week is also an execution week. Then weeks three and four will combine for our third execution. The guillotine is insatiable and will continue to be fed. Heads will roll. Good luck, boys. The price is wrong, bitch. Auction League up next. What I'm going to do here today, I'm going to go through the matchups from week one, the ones that Rick and I previewed last Friday. Um, we're going to see how they panned out. I'm going to talk about what went right for the winning teams, what went wrong for the losing teams. Uh, it'll be quick analysis. We'll keep it uh, timely here. Uh, then I'll recap the high and low scores. One thing I'm going to do for auction league, similar to keeper league, uh, I'm going to start tracking highest scores of all time. I'm going to start tracking on a weekly basis who was highest score, who was lowest score. And overall, was the week as a league, 
a high scoring week or a low scoring week, since it's week one for those, um, we might not have all the data. We don't know what to compare it to, but we will over time. So that'll be exciting to see over time. Um, I guess right off the top, I'll tell you waivers for auction league run on Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, however you want to view that. So you have another day to get these in same, uh, uh, no, not same as guillotine. I'm sorry. Um, oh, same as guillotine though. My notes are a little messed up, but same as guillotine. Everyone has $1,000 to last the season for free agency. Spend it wisely or as stupidly as you'd like. I'm not going to tell you to spend your money. Just to clarify auction league, you have until even additional 24 hours on those waivers. Guillotine runs tonight. So get those in. Okay, let's get our first matchup underway. Uh, I'm just going to go down my list, so I'm going to cover my matchup first. Um, it's myself, Money Laundering versus Kyle, Big Gallery Energy. This one really came down to Monday Night Football. This was a fun one to watch and be a part of. Um, I can say that you know I probably would view it differently if I didn't come away with the victory, but it was a nail-biter. Um, it was a hot start for me with an almost 40 burger from Josh Allen on Thursday night football. Then I got another 18 from Tua. Uh, Kyle had decent outings by his quarterbacks, Justin Fields with 14, Jared Goff with 11. Um, that's kind of a, the weaker spot of his team. So that was okay for Kyle. He wasn't out of it by any means. Then at wide receiver, despite Stefan Diggs' best efforts, I came away with the big win at wide receiver. Uh, just basically Michael Pittman. Uh, then you look at Kyle's wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Mike Williams. Those guys just straight up shit the bed. They, they combined for a little over seven points. Steph Diggs was his heavy hitter with 22 points. I walk away though with the advantage at wide receiver. Uh, sizable win though for, for Kyle at running back as well as the flex. Uh, as expected, his running backs outproduced mine. Najee Harris had a horrible game and left the game early but he did salvage his day with a receiving touchdown and then uh, th that's Kyle's player who also has uh, Leonard Fournette uh, who had almost 15 while my running backs combined for a little over 10 so that was somewhat expected big advantage there for Kyle um, but really the difference here was quarterback and wide receiver that's what helped me come away with the W on week one uh, this was a fun one, though, like I said. It was fun texting with Kyle. We were watching Monday Night Football, um, but we were texting each other from a distance, and uh, we both watched last night's game and cheered each other on and shot the breeze. So uh, Kyle will be back. Tough way to open the season. Kyle starts 0-1-1, and I come away 1-0. Next matchup, we've got Mark versus Tommy. My goodness, Pat Mahomes with 40 gives Mark the early advantage here. Really, nobody wanted to win the wide receiver matchup looking at guys uh for mark cd lamb with 3.9 t higgins 3.7 elijah moore 7.4 awful then you look at tommy's juju smith schuster 8.9 Devonte smith zero adam thielen 5.1 nobody wanted the advantage here at wide receivers a horrible outing by both teams ne uh, neither team necessarily lit the world on fire at running back either Mark's team trotted out there. Travis Etienne Jr. for seven and a half. Cam Akers, as we all know, already laid a goose egg on Thursday night football. Tommy had a decent outing by Delvin Cook, 12.3 points. Then Elijah Mitchell, 
4.1, leaves the game injured. Uh, just a tough break for Tommy. Uh, but the tight end matchup also was terrible. The tight ends, <laughs> Kyle Pitts, 2.9, Hunter Henry, 3. Awful, awful days for both those guys at tight end. We had a dead heat at kicker, and then massive wins for Tommy at the flex spot in defense, and that's what gave him the W this week. He can thank his win, uh, or he can thank Clyde Edwards-Alaire for his win, really, uh, in the flex spot over Mark's Tony Pollard play. of uh, That was a 17-point difference there. But that was the difference for Tommy. Matchup number three, we got Brady, Brady got back. Matt versus Brett, child please. Uh, Dak really kills here with Brett with just five points and then leaves the game. It was late. He wasn't doing much anyway. Five points is just brutal. Uh, Matt wins the QB battle here by about 12-ish points. Brett hangs in there at wide receiver with Mike Evans, but DJ Moore and Allen Robinson both shit the bed while Matt's core of Gabe Davis, Jamar Chase, and Rashad Bateman combined for over 50. It was fairly close here at running back, but another small-ish win for Matt. Um, Brett did get some points back here at defense, but it just wasn't enough there. Matt Connery did his damage with the wide receivers, so Matt won this one somewhat comfortably. Our fourth matchup here is Eric Hertz Donut versus Cam. Internet money. Eric started it off early with basically domination at the QB spots, and he doubles Cam's output there. Um, despite Justin Jefferson being on Eric's team, his other guys in Bobby Trees and Tyler Lockett both disappoint, and Cam wins handily there with Cup, Adams, and McLaurin. Cam's wide receiver core is a problem. That's going to be a force to be reckoned with all season. We had a star-studded running back battle here in this matchup. Eric had Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, Cam, Saquon Barkley, and Alvin Kamara. Each one of these teams had one running back blow up and one disappoint. Jonathan Taylor and Saquon, they were the stars of Sunday. Derrick Henry and Kamara uh, left people wanting more. That's to say the least. Tight end killed both teams in a bad way. Dawson Knox, one point. Cole Komet, zero Two tight ends combining for one point in this matchup. That was not the most exciting thing to watch. Um, but Eric, really with big wins at flex and defense, Eric wins by 18. That was a big win for him. Um, yeah, but really the difference here, I mean, quarterbacks for E. That's really what got it done. Our final matchup is Singer, Premium Assets versus Jose D's Bow Nuts. Um, Trubisky made the difference here for Jose, uh, in a bad way. Only at 13 points. The other QBs scored in the low twenties. Uh, so there's kind of an odd man out here and Jose loses some ground there right off the bat with Trubisky. Wide receiver is pretty close here with no big advantage one way or the other. Singer did come away with some extra points at running back with Mixon and Chubb totaling 32 while Jose's duo only puts up 22. Brighter days are ahead for Jose, for sure, but CMC and Eckler need to kick it in gear. That's where Jose spent his money, and they flopped. That was that was a bad day for Jose's team and his running back core specifically. Uh, Jose crushed Singer at tight end. Kelsey's 22 versus Dalton's nine. Uh, Dalton Schultz's nine. But the damage was already done here with quarterback and running back. 
Singer wins a not too close but respectable matchup to start off 1-0. Jose 0-1. So with that, let's take a quick look at the standings here. Um, obviously, there's you know there's really only first and second place right now. Uh, you're either 1-0 or 0-1. Uh, the tiebreaker for seeding is uh, total points. So in first place, it is Brady got back. That's Matt. He's 1-0. Also 1-0 is Eric with 158 points, only 12 points behind Matt. Then we have Singer at 151 and myself with 136. Uh, and then Tommy. Uh, he's our final 1-0 team with 119 our losing teams, we have Cam as the first place loser. He's 0-1, sixth place, 140 points. Jose in seventh with 134. Brett, 132. Kyle, 125. Mark with 99 points and in last place. Mark, you, Cam Akers is going to turn it around, man. Don't give up. All right, guys, I started getting a little tongue-tied at the end. I edited it out, but um, I may have misspoken about the waivers. And I just want to call it out. No music, no distractions. Please just make special note of this. For waivers, auction league waivers go through on Wednesday nights slash Thursday mornings. You have an extra 24 hours for auction league compared to guillotine and keeper and probably most of your other leagues. I uh, just give you a little extra time on auction. Guillotine and keeper league the waivers go through Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, however you want to view it. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you need to get your waivers and your bids in uh, tonight before you go to bed. So I just wanted to call that out. I will remind everyone at the end of the pod as well. I may have misspoken. I just want to correct it now. Okay, on to keeper. What we'll rip through very quickly, I'll do matchups again here for last week's games. Um... I will go through the highest and lowest scores of the week, similar to um, auction, if you've listened to that already. Um, and then off the top, just to let everyone know, waivers run tonight in Keeper. Tuesday night. Be ready. All right, let's start with matchup number one, though. Uh, I'll start at the top, which is me, uh, and that is uh, myself, two girlies, one cup, versus Brendan's team in Make My Team Great Again. Um, this was pure domination. I shit pumped Brendan by 120 points. I'm nine points away from doubling his score. The final score was 231 to 119. Uh, very good week for my team. Dak, rest in peace, goes down, uh, but had a terrible game before that anyway. So Brendan beats me handily at quarterback. But then the rest of my dudes just blow up, up and down the roster. Even my rookie kicker puts up 16. It's a tough start for Brendan. He won't be, he won't be the only one to get clowned by me this year. Uh, but he puts this one behind him, and his season basically starts next week. Matchup number two, Eric versus Eli. This was a pretty close one. Darnell Mooney shitting the bed was the difference here, I would say. We had a lot of close matchups positionally, but getting 1.8 points from Mooney is ultimately what I believe killed Eli. Uh, it doesn't help that Keenan Allen left the game early with an injury. Um, everything was really close, so really the only thing worth calling out was the eyesore that Darnell Mooney's score was, uh, and then Keenan Allen hurts too. But Eric 
Look at him. 1-0. We dragged his team through the mud in the preseason pods. Uh, the team did not look strong. And Eric is 1-0, proving the haters wrong. I see you, E. Matchup number three, we got me and Mahomes, Chris Barnes, which is all about the Jeffersons, Joe Barnes. We had two brotherly matchups today. That was a little bit wild. Um, we saw nature uh, just kind of, uh, you know, overcome all challenges in the first one with me versus Brendan, meaning older brother always wins. We didn't see that in this one. I called this upset on Friday doing the pod with Rick. Joe takes down older brother Chris in an upset that not a lot of people I don't think saw coming. Um, I told you, sprinkle the Joe money line, and it pulled through. Um, to dive into the analysis a little bit, um, yeah, this is the upset I called. Joe delivered for me despite getting housed in the quarterback battle by 30 points. Patrick Mahomes had a day. Uh, and then Chris had a well below average day at running back and wide receiver while Joe just Justin Jefferson his way to a major advantage there. Uh, also gets a lot of help from 21 points from Tampa Bay's defense and Joe came, comes away with a 12 point win. Little brother wins. Good for you, Joe. I'm sure Chris will be back though. Next matchup, Singer. Versus Rick, White Dak Prescott, that name is confirmed. WDP is White Dak Prescott. Singer versus Rick, Death Taxes and Rams defense. This was a close one in almost every positional matchup. Rick comes away with two significant positional wins, which leads him to victory. His running backs combined for 36, which is excellent, but is also pretty standard for Rick's group. He's got those studs in, uh, in Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. Uh, Swift has a day for Singer, uh, but Kamara's down week really cost him. Flex was also the big differentiator here in this matchup. Rick sends out Michael Thomas in the flex spot and the keeper steal of the draft so far. And Devin Duvernay, Mr. Two Touchdowns himself, and those two players combined for 45 flex points for Rick. Wow. Singer puts up just 18 in the flex spots. Um, and this, uh, this is another reason why Rick comes away with the win here by a 13-point margin. Our final matchup, we have the defending champ, Sko, team named Sko, against Matt, the Todd father. Um, I think I pissed Matt off a little bit with um, my gradings and over-unders. Uh, Matt's got something to prove. He's pissed off. He almost joins me in the 200 club this past week. Falls just shy of that with a score of 199 to 72. Beats Sko by about 71 points. Uh, this one was not close. This was the second shellacking of the week. Quarterback and running back were close. There wasn't really a major difference one way or the other. Uh, wide receiver, though. Sko gets just murdered by a down week from Mike Williams. Matt gets 44 just from his Thursday night wide receiver duo of Gabe Davis uh, and Steph Diggs, uh, and then gets damn near 30 from Michael Pittman. This was huge advantage for Matt with that positional group. Um, and Sko didn't necessarily have a bad week. Mike Williams killed him, like I said. Got 17 from Waddle, almost 18, and 15 from Brandon Cooks. Pretty steady. That's going to 
be just fine, but Matt just blew up. Um, Sko got some points back, it looks like, with the flex matchups. Mostly thanks to Corderell Patterson, but losing Elijah Mitchell mid-game undoes any good that that did. In the end, it wasn't especially close. Like I said, the champ goes down by a pretty wide margin, while Matt puts up the second-highest score of the week with 199.72. Was the commish sleeping on Matt? Maybe so. We may need to reevaluate some over-unders. I don't know. That's it for the uh, the recaps, though. Um if you listen to the guillotine, no, I'm sorry, the auction segment, um, what I started doing there was tracking historical highest scores, so I'll round out the top 10 as we go. Um, and I'm going to do the same for Keeper League. So um, as of now, this might actually be a record, I don't know, but I do have the, sc- the highest score of all time since tracking, which is right now, 231 points, uh, 231.61. Uh, highest score on the week, obviously. Um, lowest score on the week was Brendan's 119. So I kind of wasted. He was my competition this week, so I kind of wasted a really good week by just murdering the guy with the lowest score of the week. In total, the league scored 1,507 points. We'll see how that stacks up against other leagues, if that's a high week, a low week, or if it's in the middle. Um, but yeah, some fun stuff to track along the way. Waivers run tonight. Have them ready. Don't go to bed until your waivers are in. Um, That's it, boys. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the content tonight. I tried to keep it quick. Uh, I tried to get it out hours ago as well. That didn't quite go as planned. Uh, I really feel like I got to go back and listen, but I feel like I botched the whole waiver thing. Um, I'll be better. But just to confirm, guillotine and keeper leagues, Waivers run on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, however you view it. That is tonight. Don't go to bed till they're in. Auction. You have an, ex- an extra 24 hours on auction, just so it's not just the mad Tuesday rush for every league. Those are Wednesday nights, Thursday mornings, however you view it. That's tomorrow. You have time on auction. Or just be smart and have them all done, and uh, you get extra time on auction if you change your mind on some tomorrow. Next up, I want to do a week two preview. Hopefully, I will have a guest or two. I'm looking to record probably Thursday night. So let me know if you're down this week for any of the three leagues, or you can double dip or triple dip if you're in, you know, if you're in two or three. Let me know. Uh, on the payment front, if you have not paid me, please, please, please do so. If your name is Chris, Rick, or Chris Barnes, Rick, Matt, Singer, Brendan, Tommy, Mark, Jimmy. This does not apply to you. If I did not say your name, you owe me money. Please pay me. That is it for today. Happy Tuesday. Happy listening. Happy wavering. The commish is out.